Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thanks for joining us in this episode of Informatics Bites, the podcast where we talk with our members about innovation in pharmacy, hot topics in informatics, and new technology. My name is Eamon Mangistu, and today I will be chatting with Dr. Anthony Blash, Associate Professor of Pharmacy at Belmont University about pharmacy informatics and education. Thanks for joining us today. Dr. Blash, thank you so much for joining me. Could you start by providing our listeners with your academic and professional background, your current role, and any projects you have going on? First, I'd like to thank you for the opportunity to talk to you again. It's been a while since we spoke last. I want to let the public and audience know that you're from my alma mater at Creighton, so I'm very happy to be talking to somebody once removed from me. So my name is Anthony Blash. I am currently an associate professor at the College of Pharmacy at Belmont University. My professional and academic background stretches back from a professional programming career in New Jersey at Prudential. From there, I joined a pharmacy program at Long Island University in Brooklyn and got my bachelor's and then went on to get my doctorate from Creighton, where you are now, and was fortunate enough to become the first informatics resident in the nation. I guess it was mid-90s. I don't want to say the day. I'm kind of embarrassed. It was like 96 or something like that, right? And it was at Creighton also. From there, I have had a number of clinical pharmacy and informatics pharmacy positions. My career has bounced back and forth, which is always nice because you can kind of keep your edge in both conversations. You know, if you leave a profession for too long, you sort of lose the ability to be effective in that space. So I was happy to have opportunities to practice pharmacy and practice healthcare informatics along the way of my journey, most notably ending before my appointment here at Belmont University at the corporate level at Adventist Health in the West Coast. So Adventist Health has two corporate headquarters, one's on the East Coast, one's on the West Coast. So I was the pharmacy informaticist at the corporate level of Adventist Health, and we were responsible for about 20 hospitals and 300 ambulatory care clinics. And it was really, really exciting work and very fulfilling, but it directly led to me coming to Belmont. And hopefully we'll have an opportunity to go further into that story because it's important to our conversation today. Currently, I teach in the pharmacy curriculum at Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee. I am responsible for the majority of the conversation in healthcare informatics. And for those of our audience or listeners who are not aware, healthcare informatics can be defined as anything, the study of the technology used to support healthcare, right? And that's a very special place for a pharmacy professional because the healthcare process eventually touches our profession or we eventually touch the healthcare process in almost every aspect of care. And because we're moving more to an electronic platform and a learning health system, it's crucial that there be pharmacists at the table in the planning stages of that, the implementation stages of that, the maintenance of that, and the future of that. So the future planning, which is also just ever-changing and constantly moving. So I'm responsible for the healthcare informatics concentration here, and it's like a mini major. So students are able to, after the second professional year, choose which direction they'd like to follow in their curricular pursuits. And informatics is one of those four pathways. And then current projects, 
The exciting part about this conversation is that because of the space we occupy in this conversation, Belmont College of Pharmacy has a lot of interest from the marketplace. So a lot of projects are starting to land in our laps, which is exciting. From collaborations with leading names in this informatics space to just conversations and planning and trying to keep the academic rigor in terms of this conversation, I think those are my main projects. My students have a lot of projects. We could get into that. I think we're gonna get into that a little later. But for me, I guess it's just driving the bus and making sure that everything's going the right way in terms of you know, what we see as the vision for the future of healthcare and pharmacy as it relates to this technology stuff. As a student, I appreciate how much you incorporate learners into your endeavors. So how do you think pharmacy students and professionals with limited experience can get involved in health informatics? Yeah, that's a great question. I promised the student teams that I would bring up a point that I'm gonna to talk to you about. But I think that for the professional in the workplace, if you are interested in pivoting to a pharmacy informatics footing or starting to join this conversation or being a part of this conversation, there are a number of ways to do so. So for example, the easiest and most obvious I can think of is to start researching informatics, right? So what really is this and how can you find information on it? That's going to help you understand the drivers and understand the vocabulary and understand the most current contemporary conversations we're having in this space. And that's going to help as you look for opportunities to volunteer. Besides HIMSS and ASHP, of course, there are a lot of opportunities provided by associations, by organizations that are looking into this direction, you know, healthcare informatics in general, where becoming a volunteer is a great way to get into the conversation at a nice entry level point. Both of us, you and I are volunteers or we wouldn't be here, right? So you're volunteering for ASHP and that's a great, great thing. I commend you on that. I volunteered in ASHP when I was a student and it was just rewarding for me. And it just opened the doors up for a lot of conversations I would not normally have had. So that's something you could do as a student and as a professional. Another way would be to you know, volunteer at your workplace if any informatics projects come up. Don't be dismayed if you don't think you understand fully what you're being asked to do. Just volunteer, you know, just put your foot in there and see what happens. But the thing I wanted to talk to you about that I promised my teams I would cover with you if this question came up was another way of getting involved in informatics, which is through postgraduate educational opportunities, right? Fellowships, residencies, and the like. In our space, in the healthcare informatics residency and fellowship space, you know, ASHP has helped us by certifying a number of residency opportunities for our students to pursue. And that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I completely agree. I know there's always so many opportunities out there that are so great and people just may not be aware of them. And I think it's important to know that passionate learners have a lot of diverse ways to get into this field and gain experience. So I appreciate that. We hear a lot of buzzwords like artificial intelligence, machine learning, data science, and data analytics. Do you think there's a space for technology to be integrated into pharmacy education? I occupy a very blessed and unique space here at Belmont University. Creighton, gosh, when were we founded? Like in 
the early 1900s or something like that. Like the place has been around for a long time, right? So Belmont's College of Pharmacy is relatively new. We were founded in 2009. We were founded in the era of the electronic health record. We were founded in the era of, oh, there's a marketplace need for this. And we went to our stakeholders in Nashville, and this is considered a healthcare hub. It really is. The largest hospital holder in the world is maybe a mile away from us in HCA, right? So we go to our stakeholders and we say, what would you like to see in a graduating pharmacist? And resoundingly, one of the answers was informatics. So I'm in a space that was born into this informatics conversation and facing the informatics conversation, which is a great place to be, right? Because we occupy that space, it's very easy for us to start the conversation in a place that a lot of other academic institutions dream about. And a perfect example is our PGY1 class as a cohort just became data analysts with SQL and then went out to data.gov, found data on their own, input the data into SQL, asked questions of the data and reported out on their own. That's the type of opportunity starting point that's like the beginning of our conversation. We end up doing all those things that you mentioned. We have students coming out on the other end of the APPE right now today. I'm recommending that they go try for data scientist positions because they're just that far along. And it's just a matter of if the starting point is data analyst with SQL, then the progression of our project work throughout those four class conversations you know, has plenty of room for the data visualization, the deep dives into data lakes and data warehouses, the predictive analytics, and the data science and machine learning that you talked about. So we do all that today, and it's super, super exciting. And the marketplace responds like crazy. The habit here is for us to put out a press release whenever these students go above and beyond in this space, right? And at the end of every press release, we're like, hey, if you want to collaborate, we have team members that can be a productive part of your team. And they're just sitting here waiting for opportunities. So when that occurs and we have the marketplace responding, then projects just grow like dandelions. So it's an amazing place to be right now. I want to say the future is now because the way you pose the question is like, oh, yeah, in the future, no, that's today for us. And it's super exciting. It's fascinating that you say that, and I'm really excited to see what role informatics plays in health professional education in the future. So looking ahead, what new ways should or can health informatics be incorporated into pharmacy practice? Yeah, that's an exciting question. I think it's important for us to be, again, circling back to one of the earlier comments I made, if there are not pharmacy informaticians at the table in most current project work in pharmacy practice, then the outcomes for the project, the outcomes for the patient, the outcomes for the healthcare system are in jeopardy. It's important to have that representation and it cannot be filled by a traditional clinical pharmacist because there are just subtleties in the conversation. I mean, they sound like normal questions, but there's just so much under them that it's difficult for a person to answer these questions in a knowing fashion because pharmacy is a deep body of knowledge, but it's narrow. Informatics is a deep body of knowledge, but it's narrow. So if you have someone with one foot in one part of that conversation and the other foot in the other, it's a very powerful mix. 
And that person can bring change to an organization that the organization just never realized they needed. I tell these students, some of the students who became SQL analysts in the PGY1, they're not going to come to informatics as a concentration. They're going to go to pharmacotherapy. They're going to go to missions. They're going to go to business, whatever, right? But I tell them, I say, you know what? I only had an opportunity to have one project with you. And if I had to leave you with something, I want to make sure I leave you with the most effective tool that you could have to progress your career and make you a valued member of the marketplace community. So for us, I think that pharmacy practice definitely has to have the ability to ask questions of the data. That's the number one opportunity that we can see like in the immediate future, like yesterday, as a need and an opportunity for pharmacy practice. And that's one of the reasons we curate that project for every pharmacy student that comes through this program. So if they can't do anything else in informatics, they have already doubled the productivity of their team just by being able to ask those questions of the data. Dr. Blass, I just want to thank you so much for your time today. It's always such a pleasure. I've enjoyed speaking with you and know the listeners have appreciated this as well. So to close out, do you have any other final words of wisdom or advice for aspiring health informaticists? Yes, I do. I think that the volunteerism is crucial. If we never meet, if you never reach out to me, there are still opportunity pathways through these associations and organizations that participate in this informatics conversation. I would urge you to become a volunteer, to become a member, and put yourself in those spaces where these conversations are occurring. I guarantee you, someone will ask you to do something, and it will be just a rewarding, exciting experience for you, success or fail. It'll still be an experience that you can put down as, okay, I understand what happened. I understand what I did. Now, the next time I can go a little further. And before you know it, you'll find yourself in some very novel spaces doing exciting, exciting work. That's all the time we have today. I want to thank Dr. Blash for joining me today to discuss pharmacy informatics and education. Thanks again for tuning in for this session of Informatics Bites. If you haven't before, I encourage you all to check out ASHP's Informatics Resources. You can find member-exclusive offerings in the Informatics Resource Center, including articles, standards, and guidelines, as well as practice tools for pharmacy informatics and healthcare technology-related topics. Thanks again for tuning into this session and join us here for the first Friday of every month when we will be talking with ASHP member content matter experts on informatics and technology. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.